How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject where <laughs> I, I couldn't even believe this story when I when I first heard it. First off, uh, a few things, actually. I kind of w- want to draw inspiration from uh, a YouTuber that I, I, I love to watch. And honestly, like he's my go-to for general news uh, Monday through Thursday on YouTube and his name is Philip DeFranco, and actually, um, I, I really owe a lot to him when it comes to just keeping me informed for the last X amount of years. I, I don't even know how long it's been that I've been watching Philip DeFranco. But anyways, he did a segment on this story that I could not believe, which is just crazy. But anyways, I um, so I'm going to talk about that in just a second, but I, I really want to i'm always fascinated by just like news events and and multiple categories and and would love to kind of talk about them in more detail but i just don't want to dedicate a specific day of the week where i i do that but i want to come up with a title or name to these kind of days where essentially i want to talk about different events that occur in the past week but uh first off super easy one to kind of get out of the way. I can't believe this happened. I, I just blew my mind when I read the news, but Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced after 27 years together, married um, no longer. And that just took me aback for a second just because, um, you know, Bill and Melinda have their own foundation with one another. And uh, it's a charitable organization where essentially they, they take, donations and and give back to i guess their goal is to um help struggling areas when it comes to like disease and and trying to help eradicate certain diseases around the world and i know like bill gates has kind of dedicated a majority of his time for the last 10 years and in um being more philanthropic and and giving up his time and, and trying to help these people that are are less fortunate you know, there's still a lot of controversy around him and, and the vaccines, especially right now, which I think is really crazy when people think that Bill Gates is trying to put microchips inside of your body. Um, where, because honestly, you're walking around with a traceable microchip on you all the time and it's called your cell phone. <laughs> Why they would need to put a microchip in your in a vaccine just boggles my mind that some people believe that. But anyways, so yeah, I thought that that was crazy. And then... There's obviously the news around the world where essentially COVID is just continues to, to get really, really bad. Um, I couldn't believe the statistic that until I saw it on Philip DeFrank when he talked about it. But essentially, in the last two weeks around the world, COVID cases have uh, the number of COVID cases, positive COVID cases in the last two weeks has surpassed the first six months of uh the beginning of the pandemic which is just wild to even hear about but i mean it kind of makes sense as well though because the first six months predominantly a majority of it was probably in china and slowly traveling through europe um but it was still a crazy statistic and it's unfortunate uh for instance i have a lot of family that lives in colombia a majority of my family is from colombia um i've talked about this before where i'm first generation american but past that like my parents um my my uh cousins like my entire family lives in colombia 
And it's unfortunate that they're kind of going through the same issues that India is going through at the moment where the pandemic is just really, it's been hitting Colombia really hard. And it's because Brazil and, and just how reckless they've been when it comes to managing COVID cases in Brazil, essentially all those people have essentially trickled into other Latin American countries and helped spread the Brazilian variant, which is one of the more transmissible variants of, of COVID uh, right there alongside the UK variant. But it's just unfortunate. And I, it makes me feel bad sometimes when I get all excited that like everyone in my household has been vaccinated and we were able to get it done really early. Um, I can't believe it's already been almost nearly a month since I got my second dose. And, um, or two weeks, sorry, two weeks. It's been a month since I got my first one, but it's been about two weeks since I got my second dose. But, um, or no, has it? It's been, uh, anyways, I, I feel bad every single time when I'm talking to like family from Colombia and, and they're, they talk about the fact of how hard it is for them to get a vaccine out there. And, and you hear the stories about pretty much everywhere around the world that isn't a first world country. I hate using that term because Colombia is not a poor country. It's just, it doesn't have as large of a population as America. And it, it has been poor for a majority of its history, but in, the, in recent times, in the last 20 years, it's actually become a very wealthy country and one of the more powerful of Latin America countries actually. But even with its influence and everything of that nature, they're still struggling in getting vaccine dosages. And so are a lot of other countries like India, for instance, which has a very large GDP and has the second largest, almost the getting close to the first largest population in all the world. And, um, you know, even they are struggling with this pandemic at the moment. And it's because other countries that have the money have been pretty much hoarding all the vaccines and and really stopping other countries from being able to purchase enough to take care of their own citizens. And I know, for instance, like here in America, we've way, we have so much of a surplus of, of vaccines. It's, it's really ridiculous, to be honest. Um, but... I don't know. It's just, it's so unfortunate because I, I hear the news that for a lot of people in Colombia, it's not going to be for, you know, for someone in my category to get vaccinated out there, like a, a, just a regular 30 year old person with no, um, you know, background in, in uh, like having some kind of medical condition or anything of that nature. My equivalent in Colombia is probably not going to be able to get vaccinated until sometime later this year, like late, late this year or early next year, which is just very sad. But anyways, that and then to kind of edit on another negative note, um, but really a hint of positivity, but really a super sad story. There is a piece of garbage and this is where i could not believe this story when philip defranco was talking about it today but there's this piece of garbage guy out of south carolina who forced an african-american uh or black man to work um for free a hundred hours a week for years without paying that person and and then subjected that person to uh like verbal and physical abuse forced him to live in an apartment that was like really trashed up like with bugs and everything of that nature and the reason why he got away with this is because this black person was uh had a mental condition um that 
cause them to have uh, intellectual disability. And to hear about this piece of garbage guy, um, Bobby Edwards, out of out of South Carolina, took advantage of this person for years, years. I mean, it's so sad. But the black man that was taken advantage of, his name is um, John Smith. And originally, he won his court case, a civil court case, and he was awarded $273,000 in restitution. Uh, but recently, an appellate court ruled that that money that he was owed was actually a lot lower than what he deserved, and he's being awarded $546,000. But still, no amount of money will ever amount to the level of work that this man did while under the abuse of this guy named Bobby Edwards. And what a piece of garbage this guy was. I mean, honestly, this person doesn't deserve to see the light of day. He needs to be just locked up in solitary confinement and and left to just suffer in there. Not to die. He shouldn't be killed quickly. He should just suffer for the rest of his life. I mean, there's no empathy in someone that takes advantage of not only a minority but an intellectually disabled minority and also forces them to work a hundred hours a week, a hundred freaking hours a week. Imagine that there is how many hours in a, in a week there's seven by 24. That's uh, one hundred twenty plus another 48. There's 168 hours in a week. So that means this man was left to 68 hours of his own personal time. Assuming that he slept five hours a day, which I'm assuming he could, that's the probably the maximum he could get. That's 35 hours out of his life. Um, and the other 35, like another 35 was left to him to do whatever he wanted to do, living in the, in the garbage condition that he was living in 35 hours per week of just alone time to himself. That's nothing. And then having to be, like working for free for a hundred hours a week for years. That is just living in the, in the conditions that he was living in. This man just deserves to be, to suffer for the rest of his life for what he did. And I hope, I really hope that for John Smith, um, he gets the closure that he needs and, and he gets to enjoy all the time that he has left. And I don't know. It's just, Reading news like this and seeing news like this is just, it's so sad to see. But, um, anyways, um, I want to leave you guys with that. Tomorrow is going to be a positive message because every Tuesday I dedicate a message directly to my daughter. If you're not familiar with that because you're new to this podcast, uh, I have a baby girl that uh, I know that I will not live forever. And because of that realization, I want to take advantage of this opportunity that I have where I get to have a platform and, and, and record myself. And I want to at least dedicate a day a week to leaving behind a message that I, I feel will be important to her, whether it's guidance, a story of mine, um, a perspective, an evolution of mine, um, an observation of hers, whatever it might be, something that I feel that from a dad to, her, to my daughter um, is relevant and important. Uh, that's what that day is for. And so if you want to listen to those, I, I really highly recommend them. Uh, they're really the most personal and vulnerable of, of my messages. I, I broadcast out there 
and uh, they mean a lot to me and I truly love my daughter a lot. And so um, people that have listened to them have, have told me that it, um, they really enjoy them um, because it, it, it inspires them to want to do something like that for their kids. And I really highly recommend people do that as well. But uh, so I always look forward to my Tuesdays, not news like today's uh, that I've, I've caught on to. And, um, but either way, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to get like more into like this, this dark perspective. Either way, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And I will catch you guys manana. Peace.